Hello, hello, this is Sudarshan and in this episode PA28.14, we will talk about renal cancers or renal tumors. So there are two important ones, one is renal cell carcinoma, another is called as nephroblastoma or Wilms tumor. So first coming to renal cell carcinoma, as the name suggests, it is a tumor that affects the kidney cells, the proximal epithelium, that is what? And the leading cause of renal cell cancer is one Hippel-Lindau disease. That is where a short arm of chromosome 3 is affected. And apart from that, we can have some other factors like asbestos exposure, drugs very commonly, NSAIDs, smoking, uh, that is addictions like smoking, alcohol, illicit drugs. So these are the different uh, causes and with respect to the types there are three important types clear cell papillary and chromophobe clear cell is the most common where we see surrounding uh, yeah that is nothing but the the cell is empty the fluid material is empty there's nothing only just uh, the nutrients that is the glucose and fats that's all will be there in the fluid material then uh, papillary that is where we see the uh, outward folded epithelium. That's what will be there. Here genetic mutations like MET gene, MET is there in chromosome 7. And it depends if the staining. So if the staining characteristics are significant, then the tumor is of uh, good prognosis. And then chromophobe, as the name suggests, chromo is color phobis hating so color hating so we can see like very pale cells there is no color and surrounding the nucleus nothing is there that is why it's called perinuclear halo and then when it comes to the risk factors okay as i've already explained the risk factors in the starting okay now let us see clinical features Mainly we will see hematuria, that is blood in the urine, then the pain will be there, flank pain, suprapubic, uh, sometimes perineal, abdominal, but very commonly flank pain is observed. Then apart from that, we can also see the body weakness, that is fatigue, tiredness, weight loss, cachexia, and most importantly, paraneoplastic syndromes. That is nothing but where the tumor secretes excessive amount of hormones. Like it can be localized or even different sites maybe it may be there and start secreting those hormones. But anyway, our focus is on kidney with respect to paraneoplastic syndromes. It, it is basically the different hormones it will release. Like if it releases uh, EPO, erythropoietin, it will increase the RBC count, polycythemia. And also, uh, we have this uh, release of prostaglandins and PTH. So, excess calcium will be there. Yes. And if the kidney releases renin from the juxtaglomerular cells, RAS system will be activated. So, hypertension, increase in blood pressure will be there. Uh, and also, sometimes uh, glucocorticoids that is secreted by the zona glomerulosa of the renal cortex that causes Cushing syndrome. 
Right. And with respect to the diagnosis, imaging can be done to check for tumor metastasis like CT, MRI, ultrasound. And with respect to treatment, it will be surgery with chemotherapy and radiation therapy. Targeted molecular therapies we can use. And with respect to prognosis, it is very challenging to treat renal cell cancer. And the next one is nephroblastoma or Wim's tumor. As the name suggests, this is a tumor that forms and develops in the kidney. Right. And this is very common in children. Those are of roughly 3 to 5 years of age. And the most important cause of nephroblastoma is WAGR, Vagus syndrome. W as in Wim's tumor, A for an iridia, there is no iris. G for genitourinary abnormalities. So urinary tract and the gonads are affected. That is what genital system is all about. And R is retardation, that is mental retardation. And the chromosome that is affected. So basically two genes are there. WT1 and WT2. The Wilms tumor genes. Out of which WT1 is more important. Where chromosome 11 is affected. Chromosome 11. And uh, there is also you know WT2 as well. Right. And But it is very unclear how these genes are really responsible. And the tumor can spread to different sites. Okay. It can mainly spread to the gonads. As I said, genitourinary abnormalities. That will be a complication. And then clinical features. So there will be fever, flank pain, hematuria, dysuria. Uh, then the Wagner syndrome, which I have explained. Then it can all progress to kidney failure as well. And with respect to the diagnosis, we can go for imaging for the detection of the tumor. And with respect to the treatment, it is surgery and chemotherapy and radiation therapy. And the prognosis very challenging. And gross and microscopy literacy, that is morphology, how does it look? So grossly we can see it's a spheroidal tumor. That means it looks perical, like a spear. And uh, and it looks, and the cut section is fish flesh. And the pelvic helical system, that is between the renal uh, pelvis and the calyx, that is compressed. And also some amount of the renal tissue might be affected. And microscopically, we can see poorly formed glomerulus, which is not developed. We can see tumor cells that are anaplastic, undifferentiated. An abortive tubule. That means the tubule also is not developed. So that is all with the renal tumors. So thank you so much. We will see in the next lesson.